maybe a, no 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 i am not sinking to your level we are we have to keep this family friendly Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Kaiju Weekly, the weekly podcast that introduces you to the wide world of giant monster movies. I am your host, Travis, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Michael Hamlet Hamilton. To be a kaiju or not to be a kaiju, that is the question. Always be a kaiju. No matter what life throws at you, always be a kaiju. Always be kaijuing, ABK. Always be, always be kaijuing. That 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 needs to be a t-shirt. It needs to be a t-shirt. Oh, speaking of speaking of speaking of t-shirts, uh, I noticed that we had some kaiju ramen shirts and some kaiju ramen stuff up on our T Public today, so I bought a sweatshirt. Ooh, nice, nice. I yeah, did. I bought a sweatshirt. I'll let you know when it comes in. Yeah, yeah. I uh I added the the Kaiju Ramen magazine logo to some stuff and put it onto our T public just so that we'd have, you know, some extra merch for Kaiju Ramen, some representation for Kaiju Ramen on there. And uh I especially really like the masks because if we ever do start going to cons again i plan on having a kaiju ramen mask that i can wear and (laughs) be walking around with so that's that that was really cool that was uh i because i just i don't know i was just i was on t public because i was i was thinking about um because i posted a uh, a youtube video the other day my first ever like unboxing youtube video um the other day uh just to help generate a little bit more content for our YouTube channel. And, um, I was on T public looking for Kaiju shirts and Kaiju merch and, uh, our Kaiju ramen logo popped. I'm like, Oh, what is this? Like, Oh, Travis must've uploaded the Kaiju ramen logo. Ooh, there's a hoodie. So I bought the hoodie. I like hoodies. Yeah. They're comfortable. Yeah. I know. I would love to have a hoodie, but I don't so, think they, they, they don't really sell hoodies my size. Uh, because uh, for for listeners of the podcast, I am um, I'm two kaiju fans by volume. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can attest. I have seen you in person. You you are a a giant of a man. I will say that. <laughs> I uh, I had a conversation earlier today about someone uh, or, or with someone, and they were talking to me. We were talking about that because I was like, uh, they were like, I don't know, I don't like talking to people uh, who who are taller than me and it's like well you must uh you must not talk to a lot of people um <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> but uh yeah i take it this i take i take it this person was of bite size uh i mean by my standards yes <laughs> they're more average height i'm the one that's that's the above average <laughs> Right, right. Of course, I'm only like six foot. I'm six foot. Yeah, six foot even. So that's that's my height. Technically, if you want to be really technical, I'm five eleven and three quarters. But who's counting? So I just tell people I'm six foot. 
I am six foot two if I stand up straight. Right. If you're not slouching. Right. So. Yeah. Which I do a lot. So anyway, um, Travis, uh, this is not going to be a typical episode. So uh, apparently while we were on hiatus, uh, for anyone who's been not aware, we've been on hiatus since I think mid-November. Um, so a lot of stuff has happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, a lot of things happened in our off time, and yeah, we we decided to take a break until this week, and we were going to officially kick off Kaiju Weekly Season Three. But yeah, we were going to do it with a with a movie review, but then there was so much news that happened while we were gone that we wanted to talk about. That yeah. we decided to just have this kind of news roundup episode. So that's what we're going yeah. to do. Yeah, we are. Uh, but before before we can cue the beady beady, we actually have to mention one of our awesome sponsors for this show and for Kaiju Rama magazine. Travis, who are we talking about? Yeah, this week's episode is brought to you by Toku Toy Town. We've talked about them before. They're really great online shop committed to bringing serious collectors and casual fans alike the very best, rarest, and coolest in the world of Safubi, Tokusatsu toys, and Kaiju collectibles. Uh, Jay and his team strive to be the first place you look when you're trying to hunt down that hard-to-find, exclusive, X-plus, holy grail. And most importantly, they understand your journey because they are collectors, too. So they are a fantastic uh, group. We love uh, working with them. We love having them as our sponsors. And they've been incredibly generous. We've talked about them before. They've been incredibly generous to provide our listeners with the discount code Kaiju Weekly to use at checkout. So if you go and you order something from Toku Toy Town, use Kaiju Weekly, all one word, uh, at the checkout, and you will get 10% off your order. No minimums to buy, unlimited uses, fast shipping, and great customer service. Again, that's code KaijuWeekly, all one word, for 10% off your next purchase at tokutoytown.com. Yeah, and just as a more personal note, I have gotten to know Jay uh, at Toku Toy Town pretty well over the last few months since he's been a sponsor of the magazine and been a sponsor and been a, a really, um, a really beloved, uh, uh, sponsor for this podcast. Uh, and Jay, Jay is an awesome fellow. Like I have spent so much money. I have spent so much money with Jay and Toku Toy Town in the last, uh, few months. It's embarrassing. Uh, but I regret nothing. Uh, Jay, if you're listening, I know you listen to this show. I regret nothing, sir, and I appreciate everything uh, that you do for the collectors community at YHS and your and everything that you guys have going on there on Monst on YHS at Monster Island. We just we just really appreciate y'all, and we appreciate you sponsoring Kaiju Ramen and sticking with us as uh, as a partner for this podcast and a partner for the magazine as well. So, thank you guys. We really really appreciate it. Yeah, and now it's time. For the first time in 2021. No. Oh, wait. Hang on. Let me back up. Let me back up. <laughs> I'm leaving for, it in. <laughs> for, for the first time in, my God, 2021 was a really, man, 2021 is a hell of a year. Um, <laughs> for the first time 
in 2022, season three of Kaiju Weekly Podcast. Let's cue the beanie beanie. And really, this whole episode is just one long beady beady. Um, because it is yeah. going to be one long beady beady. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, like I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. There's there's been so much stuff that's come out in the last in the last year um that I am so so looking forward to to all the stuff that we're getting ready to talk about. Hopefully um hopefully the our listeners our faithful Kaiju Weekly listeners uh won't get bored with us just talking through the news and gushing about all the stuff that's going to be coming this year. Maybe, hopefully, if, if things don't get screwed up again. So the first bit of news that we're going to talk about is personal to us because we have launched the Kickstarter for Kaiju Ramen Volume One. Now, I don't know if Yay! we actually I don't know if we actually mentioned it on the podcast yet or not, but uh people have been asking us for a while. When are we going to reprint issues of Kaiju Ramen? When are we going to reprint the the physical copies? And, you know, we there was a couple of reasons why we didn't want to reprint the physical copies of the magazines as as individual issues. Uh one, we want to keep them kind of special, the ones that we you know sold initially and two printing costs are high and and trying to reprint individual issues costs a lot but we have decided and we did decide to do a very special volume that collects all of the articles that we have put out from the past year from kaiju ramen into one big 300 page book that not only includes all the articles that we printed all the artwork that we printed but also some bonus content that you can only get from this publication and not anywhere else in the magazines the any other Mm -hmm. magazines uh and Yeah. yeah we launched the kickstarter on january 1st on new year's day and we're already closing in on the halfway mark yeah, we're forty one percent funded, which I think uh, I don't have it in front of me. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but it's like it's twenty four. What is it? Twenty four something? Twenty four hundred dollars at least? Yeah, at, at least yeah. So we're, we're hovering right around twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's amazing. First of all, uh, that we got that much money in twenty four in little over twenty four hours. Uh, that just it blows my mind because I feel like it took us forever. The last Kickstarter we did to reach even this amount of money. Um, and you know, I'm just incredibly grateful. We were on, we were in on Kim's show, Kaiju, uh, chill with Kaiju Kim the other night, uh, talking about it. And I'm just incredibly, incredibly grateful for everyone who has supported us and just kind of shared and loved on the magazine for this entire year. And, you know, hopefully we're going to be putting out something really special for you guys with this collected issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really we're so excited because we have put together this just fantastic team of, of creators to produce some bonus content. You know, we've, we're, we're doing a, a ramen recipe. People always joke about when are we going to include some actual ramen stuff in our kaiju ramen magazine well we're finally going to do it we're going to include a ramen recipe uh we've also got the foreword 
for this book is written by Kyle Yount from Kaiju Cast, like the Podfather legend. himself. Yeah, the a legend in the Kaiju podcasting sphere and it's just we're so excited to have that we also have uh redesigns for issue one to kind of uh uh, make them fit into in line with some of the the other designs that we've put in there because uh some of the articles it was our first issue so we were still kind of figuring out our format now that we have our format figured out we're going to go back and redesign issue one to make it fit into that so even i'm personally stewarding that one myself yeah and we also have a very special cover for this book that is being designed by Matt Frank, and it looks so good. It's so gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. If you don't, if you want to know what it looks like, just go to our uh, go to our Twitter, Kaiju underscore Ramen on Twitter, and take a look. I'm sure we're going to be posting more pictures of it uh, as Matt gets further along with the artwork. But my God, it's so beautiful. Uh, I, and we are so, we are so grateful to Matt agreeing to, to do this cover for us. It really does mean a lot because, you know, if anyone who's lived under a rock the last year and a half, probably, you know, Matt has done some stellar artwork for Arrow and, uh, with the, uh, Gamma release and the, uh, Dimagine set, as well as, you know, he's best known for the Rulers of Earth comics with IDW. And we are just over the moon to have Matt Frank doing the cover art for this one of a kind collected issue. Uh, and but I'll tell you one the, the one thing that I'm probably the most excited for is we're gonna have our very own kaiju ramen cocktail. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so, may, so maybe maybe the next time uh, maybe next time we re- maybe next episode maybe not night not the next episode but. Uh, a little bit, a little bit further on down the road, I might be sipping on a our very own custom cocktail uh, created by our friend uh, Sean McGinnis. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, there is so much stuff. Plus, we have all of our rewards that we're offering to people who pledge. Uh, all kinds of little fun goodies uh, and posters and things like that 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 you can get. So if you are interested at all in kaiju media. Uh, in celebrating the kaiju genre and the fans of that genre go check out kaiju ramen uh volume one on kickstarter you can also go to kaiju ramen media.com that's our website now we've changed our website name which i'll I'll talk about in just a minute uh from kaiju ramen magazine.com to kaiju ramen media but either one of those domains if you type it in you'll get to it and the kickstarter will be on the website so you can just click through it'll take you to kickstarter you can support it uh so yeah it's it's just give it all the love that you can because we want to continue doing this we have had so much fun doing kaiju ramen magazine for the past year and we want to continue on in the future yeah. And I want to stress just, it, I think it's very important. I think it's very, very important, Travis, to stress that this collected issue is only going to be available for Kickstarters. Like this is a Kickstarter yes. edition volume uh, because the, and the reason why we wanted to do it this way is because we wanted to make it as special as we can. And we wanted to show, um, uh, 
we wanted to kind of show some love to our diehard supporters, the people that really believe in this project and the people that really love us by, you know, giving them a one of a kind item, um, for, for them to, for them to read and enjoy. And it's just, it's, it's, I'm so excited. Um, and you know, Travis, do you want to just really briefly, uh, go over how Kickstarter works? Cause I know Kickstarter can be a little bit intimidating for folks. Yeah. So, uh, with Kickstarter, what you're doing is you're pledging. So you're promising to, uh, give a certain amount of money towards this campaign, the campaign, uh, if it reaches its goal in the number of pledges, then at the end of the amount of time that you, you know, that we have for the campaign, uh, they will take the money out. So, so if you're someone who's worried about like, I want to support it, but I don't have the money right now, the Kickstarter doesn't take the money out of your account or, or, you know, charge you any money until the campaign's finished, which our campaign is going to end uh, February 1st. So you won't have to worry about having any money until then, but you can go ahead and pledge. So that way we know mm -hmm. that you're there and you're supporting us and we can reach that goal. Cause, cause the, the way Kickstarter works is it's all or nothing. If we don't reach that goal of, of the number of pledges, then we don't get the money at all. So we do not uh, make this book. So we need that support or else we're not yeah. going to be able to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so important, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, like you said, Travis, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of really cool things on the horizon for not just the magazine, but there's a lot of really awesome things on the horizon for, you know, this podcast and other projects as well that we are sort of bringing under the banner of Kaiju Ramen because that sort of just makes it just made a lot of sense to us. Yeah. So Kaiju Ramen magazine has been so successful and has had so much uh, love and attention put on it that we decided to kind of consolidate all of our uh, creative endeavors together under that banner and so and, and especially because we're trying to celebrate kaiju ramen media kai, you know the the uh, or not kaiju ramen media but kaiju media and we're not able to do that as fully in just a quarterly magazine you know we want to do more we want to to you know celebrate kaiju even more and so we're expanding our website our website like i said now is no longer kaiju ramen magazine.com it's kaiju ramen media uh we are starting to post shorter articles and news items onto our website uh we're going to have that on there so that uh stuff that couldn't fit into the magazine or that we may not cover on the podcast will have it on the website so we want the website to be and a place that people can go to access more information on kaiju related stuff and see fun content and just kind of see more you know again expanding just the celebration of of kaiju content uh and yeah we're as part of that we also created the kaiju ramen uh podcast network which is essentially just all of all three of our podcasts that me and you and and also nathan have been working on already we're just bringing them all together into one network under the kaiju ramen banner so uh if you are interested in uh kaiju 
monster or giant monster movie reviews without all the pomp and without taking ourselves too seriously we have kaiju weekly if you're interested in uh japanese superheroes uh and and their adventures and breaking down uh, a show episode by episode especially like right now we're going through common writer we have henshin men that's our other podcast uh and then if you are a diehard fan of power rangers and you want an overall view of each season of power rangers and the themes and elements that are in it we also have the power trip which is part of the kaiju ramen media podcasting network yeah uh which sidebar uh that particular podcast which is hosted by me and our co-host in common nathan marchand will be launching uh as of uh as of this recording it'll be launching tomorrow tuesday january the 4th um so please go if you as soon as you listen to this episode go check out the power trip it's a lot of fun uh we've we've batch recorded a few episodes ahead of time and they're a lot of fun to listen to Mm -hmm. yeah so just just a lot of fun and exciting things that we're doing to kind of just celebrate kaiju in a bigger way and we're just i i call this next step in our whole creative outlet uh kaiju ramen phase two because that's kind of what it feels mm. like we're, we're entering a new phase of of the magazine of the podcast of the website and everything yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exciting stuff. And I'm so like, I, I'm, I'm just so excited for the things that we're going to be doing just in this year alone. Um, I, I, I can't wait to share with our listeners uh, what we're going to be up to this year. So anyway, that's kind of enough of tooting our own horn. I think we do, we probably do that enough uh, already. So Travis, do you want to get into some more news uh, surrounding the genre of giant monsters and some, powerful heroes one more thing before we move on from tooting our own horn uh we've also started uploading onto our youtube channel again so if you are someone who prefers listening to podcasts on youtube instead of on like apple podcasts or or spotify uh they are going to be available on youtube now from moving forward we also are posting our bonus content on there so we've got some interviews with people that we're posting on there and also uh michael has started an unboxing series that he's going to do from time to time and we might put some other bonus content on there from time to time so so now's a good time to go and check out the kaiju weekly youtube channel as well because we're going to be posting stuff there as well um but yes moving on to some actual news items we have an announcement that boom studios and idw are teaming up for a crossover event in the comic books that is Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's going to be re start being released in March. And uh, I just like, I thought this was fake. I thought this was fake whenever I first saw it <laughs> shared online. I was like, no, this is, a, there's no way this is real, but it's real. Right. No, it's, it's, it's incredibly real. Uh, it's incredibly real. And I've, and I, I said this on Kim's show the other night, if you would have told me I was waking up the other morning, I think it was like a week or two ago. Now, if you told me I was going to wake up and see that 
that they were going to do a crossover event with Godzilla and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I would have said, you know, quit hitting the sauce and go back to bed because you're drunk. Um, yeah, so this is, um, you know, it's not uncommon for Boom Studios, and I, I think it's Boom Studios and IDW, this is not uncommon for them to do a crossover event with each other, correct? You're the comic book nerd, I'm not. Right, yeah. So so they have done uh, crossovers in the past. Um, we've had uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've had them crossover with the Justice League, which is DC, not IDW. But um, we've also had them crossover with Masters of the Universe. So, so this is kind of like a culmination uh, of all of those crossover comics that they've been doing up to this point. Mm. And just seeing that they've that they that they've put Godzilla as as the next step in the crossover stuff. It's oh. just it's amazing. Now, what's interesting is um, Matt Frank, you know, we we've talked a lot about him already because of him working on Kaiju Ramen. But but he uh, posted on Twitter when he was working with IDW on Rulers of Earth and uh, they were doing some of the other. Uh, Godzilla series there was a mandate that came from Toho that said Godzilla is not allowed to cross over with other properties that IDW had so they couldn't do like Godzilla versus Transformers and things like that because the Toho was the ones who put that mandate in there so something must have changed yeah I think this is probably because I think Toho is starting to to appeal to a lot of fans in the West. Uh, this is part. I would imagine this is part of their push to get Godzilla in the in the uh, consciousness of fan of Western fans. Because in the last uh, probably year or two or year and a half or so, maybe maybe I'm wrong about maybe I'm incorrect about that. You can correct me, but I feel like Toho has been doing a lot more to cater to Western audiences. Yeah, they well, they seem to be doing more than what they were doing beforehand. I still think they they have a long way to go with, right. uh, you know, appealing to Western audiences. But but I think but they are it's baby steps. It's baby steps. Yeah. Um, I, well, I mean, you know, power, you know, Godzilla versus the Power Rangers. I wouldn't necessarily call that a baby step. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's. It, it's still in comic book form and i hate saying that because it, it, it feels like i'm i'm kind of diminishing uh comics uh comics are fantastic i love comic books but mm -hmm. it almost feels like a low risk thing for them to say oh yeah godzilla can cross over with some other stuff some other media as long as it stays within the comic books we're not going to try to we're not going to try to do any of that in, in, in live action or in anywhere else. We're just going to do that in comic book form. So, so I don't know. I, I, on one hand, I'm, I'm super excited for this book. On the other hand, I'm like, yeah, they're still, they're still kind of playing it safe, but this, this also is because we've, we've had the, um, was it Godzilla, uh, gods and monsters or whatever that, that, um, uh, all ages book that's been coming out i think yeah and mm -hmm. and we did have an announcement sometime last year that idw was uh working with toho to do more godzilla stuff 
uh, in the future. That was just the first kind of thing that they were starting with, but they were going to do more in the future. So this is just kind of a, the next, you know, the next step in a line of hopefully seeing Godzilla in more comic book media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, before we get into any further, before we get a little bit further into this, I want to go ahead and read the plot synopsis or what the plot description for this series. I think this series is going to be what, six issues, five issues. I can't really, I can't exactly remember. I can't remember uh, exactly what, how long it is. What the limited. Ru- what, what, it is limited, yeah. So it, I think it's it's going to start in March. So anyway, the plot synopsis uh, for this particular event comic is uh, when Rita Repulsa uses an ancient artifact to trans to transport herself to a universe without Power Rangers, she finds herself in a world with aliens, kaiju, and Godzilla. Hoping to annihilate her new foe, Rita hurls her own terrible creatures into battle, but she never expects that the Rangers have fought. She never. Uh, expected expects that the Rangers have followed her, her to this alternate reality, putting the dinos, putting the dinosaurs themselves head to head with the king of the monsters. So we're gonna get we're gonna get Godzilla versus the Dragon Zord. Yeah, yeah, like that alone is worth the price of admission. We're gonna get Godzilla versus the Megazord. Mm-hmm. We're we might even get Godzilla versus Goldar, which that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's interesting in that description, they mention that she finds herself in a world of aliens, monster, kaiju, uh, and Godzilla. Do you think mm-hmm. that Godzilla is it, it, that this is just going to be Godzilla crossing over with Power Rangers, or do you think that some other kaiju from the Godzilla and, and Toho library are going to also make an appearance? I don't know. That's that's interesting. Um, the that description that description leads me to believe that okay, so the aliens, kaiju, and Godzilla. So. Are they, you know, nudged? Are they nodding and winking to possibly other Toho uh, intellectual properties, like say, I don't know, Gigan or King Ghidorah or mm. Mechagodzilla or, mm. or something of that nature showing up? Um, like, who knows? Like, because you know, she's come. Like, you, like you're right. I'm glad you pointed that out. She's coming into a world where all these things already exist. Mm. So. It does lead it does lead fans to it does lead fans to kind of speculate. Oh, what else is there besides Godzilla? Obviously, you know Godzilla is the showpiece, but could we see um, could we see um, you know a showdown between the Megazord and Gigan, or could we see the showdown between the Megazord and King Ghidorah, or the Dragonzord versus uh, I don't know Mothra, which would be weird, but really exciting at the same time like who knows i i don't know it's just it's it's going to be a really interesting run of these comics to see how that story unfolds now me personally i've already had mine pulled uh at my local shop so i'm really looking forward to it yeah uh this this uh series is going to be written by cullen bunn uh who is a fantastic comic book writer like he he does really quality work and the man is nuts because he does like 50 bajillion books a year 
uh, and none of the mm. quality in any of them really dips too much. So, so he's a fantastic writer who can definitely balance everything, you know, in, in these stories and stuff. So I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does. Uh, the same artist that worked on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover is the one that's doing the artwork for this. Um, I Freddie E. Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, if you are someone who read the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover, you're familiar with that artwork. That's the artwork that we're going to get in this uh, series. So yeah, it's just it's just exciting because it's like it's 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 like being what five years old again and <laughs> having and having our our Power Rangers toys smash up against the the Godzilla toys. Mm-hmm. Oh no! This is this is this is pure nostalgia bait and pure nostalgia fuel with this comic series, and I'm so excited! Like it kicked. Uh, I'm just kind of skim. I'm just kind of looking through the description here on uh, when it was first broke. I think it was broke on on IGN's website. Uh, it just says that this. It just says Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers will kick off in March of 2022. So we don't know exactly. Um, it doesn't. We don't know exactly what date. But before we kind of move on from this particular news item, because this was one of the like the big tentpole items from the um, from this from recent weeks, um, I'm going to ask you which of these covers will you be trying to get your hands on? Would it be there? Would it be the A cover or will it be the B cover? I know which one I'm leaning towards, but I want to hear what you're what you're kind of what you're thinking. Uh, I like the one where Godzilla and the Dragon Zord are face to face, like you know Godzilla versus the Kong B cover, yeah, yeah, like Godzilla versus Kong style, them just face to face screaming in each other's faces, and just uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one. After kind of looking at these side by side for a for a few weeks, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards that one too. Um, because it feels, I don't know. It just feels more epic. Like the first, the cover a, where it's just Godzilla looming over the Rangers and you have the dragon Zord, uh, in the background and Godzilla in the foreground that feels that still feels epic, but not as epic as, you know, Godzilla and the dragon Zord coming head to head for the first time in history. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, moving on. So while we were on hiatus, there was a an online and I, I guess there was some in-person stuff, too, over in Japan. But they had Subaraya Con 2021 and Subaraya Productions put out a lot of stuff that they are planning for the next year or two. And we got a lot of announcements, a lot of uh, sneak peeks, and a lot of looks at things that we are already expecting, but now we know when they're coming. Um, the first thing that I want to mention is Shin Ultraman. We finally got a, oh, a yeah. date for that because they put it on indefinite kind of delay back uh last year sometime uh i i want to say back in mm. august maybe even before august there was uh, they made the i announcement. think it was a little bit earlier than august to be honest i think it was a little bit earlier than august but yeah it was pretty early on and it was fairly early yeah. in the year 
pretty early on in the year they they announced that there was just kind of this indefinite hold on the movie because they wanted to see how things turned out with with covid and everything but now we finally have a release date it's the japanese release date it's it's not u.s release date but we did get a release date for it may 13th 2022 is the release date that they gave us uh for for japan uh we still don't we still haven't heard anything about a u.s release um i can't i I can't imagine that it's going to not get a release in the u.s in some form but along i don't think this is going to be a i don't think this is going to be a theater a theatrical release like shin was it may it may be like a limited theatrical release but it may be like a straight to blu-ray release for the for the western for the western side of the fandom yeah well it really depends on who who distributes it over here because like they, they like they did they did shin godzilla uh on a limited release here in the u.s back in 2016 uh or 2017 2017 whenever it was um so you know they could do it but but yeah i'm i'm leaning more towards it getting like a blu-ray release a streaming service release something like that um i would love for it to be in theaters i would love to go and see it in theaters but i am with well, that you. would be I'm, amazing yeah but i am with you i'm leaning more towards i think it that's what it's going to be but along with that announcement we did get a new teaser trailer for the movie and it does look much better. One of the things I believe that they had to kind of go back and fix was some of the CGI because some of the CGI looked a little bit off. Mm-hmm. They, I think it, I think this trailer looks so much more refined than the previous one that was put out back in the spring, I think spring yeah. or early summer. Uh, so this, this one looks so much better. Yeah. It's a lot more polished, a lot more refined. Uh, and we got a look at, the spacium beam oh yeah yeah like i'm looking i'm oh man i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to that because like even in that trailer it felt like there was some power behind that spacium beam did -hmm. you kind of get that vibe like kind of how like um you know with shin godzilla and with with Shin Godzilla, you know, the, the atomic breath that they used for Shin Godzilla, his laser breath, I should say, his later is the laser breath that they used in Shin Godzilla, you know, felt like it had some force behind it, like between the sound mixing and everything, it mm-hmm. felt like this spacium beam had some real like oomph behind it. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited. It was, we only saw it for like a split second, uh, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. So uh, that's something to look forward to. And we will be covering it on the podcast as soon as we have access to it. So uh, looking forward to that. And really exciting if you are a, a an Ultraman fan, or even if you're not an Ultraman fan, if you are a, uh, a, a, a Hideaki Anno and Higuchi fan, uh, you know, the these creators who who have a good track record of creating fantastic pieces of of giant monster giant mech media uh and so you know if you're a fan of theirs just we're all looking forward to it 
I mean, Shin Godzilla may not be my favorite movie of the franchise, but I have to admit it is a beautiful looking film. Mm hmm. Yeah, it really is. Um, we ready to move on to the next bit of Ultraman news? Yeah, we got we got a lot of ground to cover, so we need to move on. Okay, so uh, yeah, we finally got the announcement of Ultraman season two again of the of the Netflix series. I mean, uh, that was one that was kind of indefinitely delayed. They put it on hold for a while. We finally, they they finally have said it's coming in spring. It's coming in uh May. I'm wanting to say also in May. Uh, yeah, it's in it's also in May. Yeah, it's also in May. Yeah, so uh, we're going to get season two of the Ultraman Netflix series. Finally, after all this time. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like and we, we've talked about this on the podcast before. They've been sitting on this thing for months, like have, um, a better part of a year now. And uh, or if not longer over. Um, well, it's been well, the- done. The the original series came out, or the first season came out in 2019, and as so soon been... as that one came out, they had announced the second season, so they've been sitting on this for at least a year. Yeah, I mean, and it's not like, it's not like, you know, a theatrical release, you know, in, in 2020 with COVID, where they had to postpone it, like, they where when everyone was like literally sitting at home and the stocks of Netflix and all these streaming services went through the roof, then was the time to release this. If it was done, like if it wasn't done fine, but if it was done and they've just sat on this thing for almost a year, I mean, come on guys. Like, like I don't understand why. Yeah. I really don't understand the thought process in, in, uh, holding out this series because, because, like it was supposed to be out it was supposed to be out a while back and and they had announced that it was coming out a while back and then they delayed it so so i have to imagine that most if not all of this series was done and they just held on to it and it just makes no sense i understand theater releases like you said holding on to those things and waiting to see how the the climate you know and, and how the, the virus goes, but a, a Netflix series, Netflix is the, is, is what everybody was watching. Why yeah. not release yeah, it between <laughs> just, I, 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 between, I don't know. between Netflix and HBO max. Well, I mean, all the streaming services, like we even saw, uh, what, what did we, we even saw a couple of streaming services pop up during the, during 2020 with everything going on with COVID mm-hmm. and like, th- like it was the perfect time to, to release it. And I, I just, honestly, I think they dropped the ball with it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll watch it. Uh, there'll be a ton of people who will watch it. I just think that they dropped the ball with not releasing it when they had the opportunity to, and every, because everyone else was already sitting at home anyway. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that they wanted the release of that series or that season to coincide with Shin Ultraman. And when Shin Ultraman got delayed, that's what pushed this back is that they were just they wanted the two to go hand in hand. And that may yeah, have maybe, been maybe, but 
But maybe, but that's still to me, in my opinion, just as a fan, that's still not a, a great excuse. No, it's I not a think. good excuse. That's but that's the only thing I can I can think of is why why they would have mm-hmm. done this. But yeah, we, it is something I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to seeing you know, uh, uh, the different Ultraman. We're going to get Ultraman Jack in it. We're going to get Ultraman. Uh, uh, it looks like we're getting seven Zoffy. The original Ultraman, Ultraman Taro, Ultraman Jack, and Ultraman Ace. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just something real quick, too. Something else that was announced at Subariacon. Uh, we're getting an Ultraman Geed spinoff comic or spinoff manga uh, called Another Gene. So for anybody who is a fan of Ultraman Geed, uh, they are doing a spinoff comic of that, and it looks just from the 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 announcement artwork that they put out for it, it looks really fun. It, it's it's exciting. Like I'm not the big like I'll admit I'm not the biggest Ultraman fan. I know you and I both kind of started our Ultra journey about the same uh, at the same time when Mill Creek was putting out all that media and stuff mm-hmm. back in 2019. Um, and I've kind of fallen off of Ultraman for a little while while I've kind of been focused on Super Sentai and, and some other franchises. Um, but this looks really good and I'm excited for the folks that are, I'm excited for all the Ultraman fans that they're going to get their hands on a brand new manga. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also from Super Con, we had a, a teaser trailer for a new anime endeavor that that Subaraya is doing uh, in partnership with Toei Animation uh, called mm-hmm. Kaiju Decode. Now, we had an announcement mm-hmm. about this a while back because I even remember talking about this when yeah, Steven... Yeah, we talked about it. Do what? Yeah, we, we talked. I think you talked about it with Steven and we. I think you and I talked about it too on a later episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've kind of been they've been hinting at this, but we haven't really gotten a full description up until now of what this is. So so the description of this is it's a 3D CG computer generated animated project produced by Subaraya Productions in collaboration with Toei Animation. Uh, the synopsis for it is the catastrophe Skyfall was brought about by the collapsed orbital space colony crashed into the earth inside the crater at the crash site now inhabited now inhabit kaiju born by gene mutation so people with gene mutations who are called kaiju born uh ray an avatar whatever that means comes to the area to collect the scattered seeds quote unquote again don't know what that means it's just in the description uh not knowing what really is going on in the area he soon meets mill a mysterious girl but is she a human or is she a kaiju and it kind of looks like a mix between the magical girl genre so like your sailor moons your your things Mm -hmm. along that line mixed with kind of kaiju action sci-fi drama uh, and it just, it looks interesting. It does. Yeah. It looks, it looks really interesting. And now is this something that we're going to have uh pretty early access to, or do we, are we going to have to wait for this before we can personally cover it on the podcast? 
I have a feeling that it's going to be released through Crunchyroll. Uh, okay. I, I haven't I haven't heard anything about an official U.S. release when it's going to get you know like released in the U.S. But a lot of these anime, uh, Crunchyroll has been doing really fantastic about uh, getting the the distribution to be able to simulcast them uh, on their on their streaming service and on their site. So so I, I w- it would not shock me if if we get this through crunch, uh, Crunchyroll. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, this is this is something that this is something that we'll we'll try to cover. Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out on it and we will cover it when we get a chance to, but uh yeah, it was just it's just a a nice little uh extra stuff. It's Subaraya expanding into the animated uh media again cuz they I haven't really done much in the animated world outside of this the the Ultraman anime that they're doing for Netflix. So so, you know, seeing this kind of like original property that they're putting out uh, is kind of interesting. I, I'm really I'm really fascinated to see how it turns out. Uh, now we can move into the common Rider news. So I'm going to uh, really quickly, I'm going to go get another drink of water while you just info dump on everything that you know about what's coming up with Kamen Rider. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. I'll just, <laughs> so, so we know, we know, and we've probably even talked about it on the podcast. I can't even remember because everything's blending together now, but, but we've talked about Shin Kamen Rider, which is Hideaki Anno, doing a reboot of the common writer original franchise the original series in movie form it's not coming out mm-hmm. this year it's coming out next year 2023 but we have been getting little sneak peeks of it we've had a trailer like a teaser drop we've had uh, photos and stuff the actor uh fujioka who played the original common writer in the 1971 series uh he Mm -hmm. is uh his son is playing the original common writer the common writer one in this reboot so that's kind of fun but we also just got the announcement of hayato ichimonji which is the common writer number two uh and it is going to be played by Tasuko uh, Emoto. Tasuko Emoto um, is what it looks like. I can't, I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name. Uh, and we had some pictures of what he looks like in his costume. And we had some pictures of the two common writers from this new movie together. And they look fantastic. No, they do. I think I sent you some. Didn't I send you some new photos? Mm-hmm. that yeah. popped up on the internet the other day of of the suit like a full uh, a full frontal uh reveal of the of the common right of the writer whoa, and the whoa, suit whoa 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 what like what? full full we we didn't it wasn't that exclusive to be full frontal oh <laughs> oh i mean okay so i'm sorry i i'm talking okay yeah those those are oh, no. hard those are stored I, I am not saying that I wouldn't also be downloading and saving all the full frontal pictures of Common Rider onto my phone. 
<laughs> because I am that much of a common writer fan. But that is oh, not what I'm we got. I'm sure you are. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure you are a huge common writer fan, Travis. <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen to <laughs> listen to Henshin Men and hear me, uh, uh, man crush on. On, oh. uh, uh, on Common Rider and Taki, who is his partner, uh, <laughs> and we—it's we, enough. It's enough to give you Common Rider blue balls. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing that was only supposed to be said on on that podcast and not on this one. <laughs> There I go. Walk right up to that line and just. Anyway, uh, <laughs> in Common Rider is one of those ones I'm super excited about because Hideaki Anno, you know, he's worked, he he directed uh, Shin uh, Godzilla. He is uh, writing uh, Shin Ultraman and Higuchi is directing. Mm. And right. Uh, but he has made it very clear that the one franchise that he is the biggest fan of is common writer and this is his mm-hmm. dream come true to do a common writer uh movie so so this is exciting I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this turns out the the costumes the pictures everything that we've gotten from it looks fantastic so just i can't wait i can't wait it's next year but i can't wait the trailer that we talked about early in the year was a was very much a tribute to the 1970s show but we're expecting this movie to be set in the modern day, correct? Yeah, I'm, uh, we're expecting it to be set in the modern day. My hope is that they don't just rehash a lot of the same exact stuff that they that from the original series because we got that in 2008. 2000 and yeah, I can't ever remember when exactly it came out, but but uh, Mast Rider the first was basically a a modern day reboot of the original series. So I don't want right. to have just Mast Rider the first again. I want something different, something unique. So mm-hmm. while still paying tribute to that original series. Well, I think we will get we'll we'll probably get something like a uh we'll get a nod what the the feeling that I'm getting we'll get a nod to the original series but I don't think we're going to get a a shot for shot rehashing of the same story. Yeah. That's that's my only fear from everything that we've gotten mm-hmm. from it. That's mm-hmm. been my only fear, but I'm still excited to see mm-hmm. what what you know what happens and how it turns out. Um sticking with the common rider news, we did get an official Blu-ray release of Common Rider Zero One. It is available online that you can purchase. Which I pre-ordered. Which I pre-ordered. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we finally have. We are finally getting more Common Rider available legitimately for Western audiences. What I'm hoping is the sales from from Zero One will be popular enough to say, hey, Toei, let's bring some more stuff over. Let's bring some more Common Rider. Let's bring some more unreleased Sentai that uh, is after 
what you guys had with with Shout Factory. Come on, let's bring let's let's give let's give us more stuff. If Mill Creek can if Mill Creek and Subaraya can do it, you guys can do it too. Come on. Yeah. I, I really hope that this is just the beginning of a long running, beautiful relationship that they're going to have. Um we also did get uh the announcement of the release or or, or that's coming on Blu-ray of Common Rider J, Common Rider Zeto or Zo, depending on how you want to say it, Common uh, Rider Shin, which is different than the Shin Common Rider that we were talking about. This is the '90s one, uh, and they are also including in that Common Rider World, which is a little short film that they did specifically for an amusement park back in the 90s that is they did a little short film for and is also going to be included in, in all that and that is all coming from media blasters yeah it's media blasters yeah. it's all it's all coming from it's all coming that's all coming from media blasters and let me have a, i have a question here because i'm the i am a common writer noob i've seen a couple of seasons of common writer up to this point Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Shin Common Rider, I'm sorry, the the Common Rider Shin, or it goes, it has another name that it also goes by. Uh, Shin Common Rider Prologue is what it also goes by. That's the one where the rider literally looks like a bug. Like yes. it's not a suit. It's it it looks like body horror in a way. It it is very much like a Cronenberg, uh, the Fly meets Tokusatsu. Mm-hmm kind of superheroes um it's it's very it leans very heavy into the horror of 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 common writer because common writer has always kind of been this this franchise that balances horror with still being family friendly and and shin common writer the original shin common writer from the 90s it was Mm. that It, it leaned very heavy into it so very body horror very um gross kind of mute mutation transformations and stuff and and just very mm. tonally different than what you would get from a lot of other common writer stuff while you were talking there i was um i was trying to do a quick uh, google search to see if these are either available uh for pre-order if they or if they had any kind of release date for these and the only thing i can find the only thing I can find is literally it just says uh, no official, no official release announcement has been made, but according to media blasters, we should see more details coming early 2022. So we'll see. We're getting common writer stuff available legitimately in the West. And I'm so excited because this, yes, it is just a little trickle, but, but, maybe the maybe the dam will burst and and we'll just be flooded with common writer content <laughs> at some point and i'm so excited for it yeah they're just they're a ton of fun we we watched uh zeto for uh kaiju quarantine uh for kaiju quarantine 3 and it was the first time that a lot of uh people who were who tuned in for it had seen anything common Rider related and everybody was like freaking out like wow this is awesome we didn't realize how awesome common Rider was and it's like yes yes it's awesome <laughs> but yeah. speaking of common Rider releases and uh, making things available to 
uh, U.S. audiences, we have a new Common Rider series that was added to Tubi through Shout Oh, Factory. yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, in fact, it's one that I have been personally watching myself. Yeah. Common Rider that, Ryuki. Is that the one? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, that, I was just uh, I was trying to remember if that's the most recent one that's been added. Uh, yes. So so right now the the three series that you can watch on Tubi for Common Rider are Common Rider the original one from 1971, Common uh, Rider Kuga from 2000, and Common Rider Ryuki, which was 2002 or 2003, somewhere around there, uh, was when that series came out. Uh, and those are the three that are available to you on Tubi through Shout Factory's uh, Tokushoutsu kind of um, imprint, I guess is the best way. I don't know how else to describe that. And mm. yeah, it just, just yeah. Uh, again, it's not a lot. It's not, it's not as much material, as much media as what Ultraman has been releasing through Mill Creek, but every little bit that we get that is Common Rider, that is official, I am so excited about because it just means it's, it's the potential for more, the potential for more. So I'm just like, I am Adam Driver from, from uh, uh, the, the Last Jedi. More! More! <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so that's enough of me gushing about Common Rider. Let's move on to the next bit of news. Um, do we want to talk about Dick Stroya? <laughs> I don't know. It would be really hard to get through this episode without talking about Dick Stroya. Um, I mean, there is so many, there's, there, are, there's so many ways that we could come at this story. Um, it, it would just be really hard to, to prick just one. Yeah. The, the, I mean, this, this Kaiju really, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not going to sink to your level. <laughs> so look, this is by this. Look, this hands down. This is by far. This is by far the kaiju movie that we never saw coming, or maybe we did, but you know, uh, maybe a, no, no, no. <laughs> I am not sinking to your level. We are. We have to keep this family friendly. Um, what we, I'm just, I'm no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. Um, I mean, this movie could be great or it could be a, a white, sticky, hot mess. I, so, okay, let's, let's give some context <laughs> to this now. Um, we have talked about this. This movie was announced. It's an independent kaiju film called What to Do with a Dead Kaiju. It's uh, it basically it's a movie that if you haven't heard about it, uh, a kaiju is killed there uh, after fighting the military. The body is left there and it's what to do with it. Like, how do people react to the body being there? How do you get rid of it? And what happens when mm-hmm. there's uh, not so good chemicals and other stuff that, that might be leaking out from the body that's affecting the environment and everything. Uh, so that's, that's what the, what we're talking about. 
the official images of the kaiju from that that is that is dead like i mean he's he's dead at the beginning of this movie apparently so you know he's not like a major thing throughout the whole movie except for just being a dead body but they showed what he looks like and growing out of his back instead of godzilla spines like you know like we've seen in godzilla and other monsters he has mushrooms which is what they're supposed to be mushrooms Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 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 they don't look like mushrooms <laughs> i'm working so hard to keep this show family friendly i'm just picturing i'm picturing as this as this monster is attacked by the military People on the ground are doing the thing from, uh, you know, you remember the the scene from uh, Austin Powers where where the rocket launches and and everybody starts Uh describing what the it's like. And so I'm just picturing like just a scene of everybody on the ground being like that kaiju's spines look like someone's Johnson. We need to we need to. <laughs> we, need, we need to reorganize our attacks. <laughs> so, so, oh, and we're trying, but the monsters, but but the monsters' spines on his back look like someone's pecker. It's a woodpecker over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the comedic timing for something like this is impeccable. Uh, is impeccable. Um, I mean, my my main question, my main question would be. I mean, did the why did the military get it? That that's my main well, question. Did the military, why? Right, right. That, but did the military get out it get everybody out in time, or was it just a premature evacuation? Oh God! I do have to say that it's, it was it was a really funny thing because you sent me the picture of this kaiju and and I was I was like I was dealing with stuff in my in my you know my life that I wasn't really paying attention to the messages coming through and so I didn't really look at it. I was like oh, okay yeah I, I whatever you know, people are making jokes about this monster. And it wasn't until I sat down later on that night and I, and I messaged you that night. I was like, oh, now I see what you're talking about. Now you get the dick joke or the dick Stroya joke. I mean, yeah, now I get, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what, I don't know what else to say about this. I mean, it's supposed to be mushrooms, but I mean, I mean, it's supposed to be mushrooms. Yeah. That's some but very happy mushrooms. Somewhat. <laughs> I mean, they, oh God, never mind. Forget it. I'm done. Um, I, I, think I this monster is overcompensating for some things. Uh, anyway. I, I was trying, I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here trying to remember all the jokes that 
like me and me and my friend, me and our friend Danny Demana made when we first saw this. And I can't remember all of them because they were all, well, actually they were all pretty awful and I'm not allowed to say them on this podcast is probably what the, what the case is. Um, but I'm just going to say this one last thing. Someone like, you can't tell me that someone in the production crew did not know what these things looked like when they were doing this. Like they could have done something else. I mean, come on, really? Like, really? Come on guys. Uh, I mean, I'm all for like creative expression and all that you do you, you know, it's 2021. If you want to make a, a giant reptilian monster with dicks on its back, sure. Whatever you do you, but someone in the production crew had to know what the heck was going on with this thing. (laughs) And they, and the bad part is they greenlit it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, <sighs> we're going to have to review this movie. Um, and oh, I look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> this is, is going to be fun. Oh, I, I, I look forward. I look forward to it all night. Long. No, I'm not going there. No, I'm not. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go there anymore. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. Audio listener. Uh, moving on, we have an announcement for the new Sentai series that comes after Zen Kiger. Uh, it's going to be called, well, I don't know what the full name is, but it's Don Brothers is is mm-hmm. the name. And, uh, oh yeah. boy, uh, to- <sighs> Toei is purposely creating Sentai series that just are impossible to adapt into Power Rangers series <laughs> at this point at this point i think i'd have to agree because um yeah like this is when I, when images when honestly when images of this first leaked when when i first saw these i thought it was a joke to be quite yeah. honest with you um I, I i sincerely thought it was a joke or some kind of fanfic or something uh because there are um there are sentai fan fiction or there are sentai or power ranger fanfics out there based on unused sentai i honestly thought this was just i honestly thought this was a, a joke or that it was fake um i i mean it looks i've not personally watched any of the zinc i've not watched any zinc kiger i know a lot of people like that show and it looks like a lot of fun I've just not gotten around to it yet. And Dawn brothers looks even more far out than even Zinkiger is. Yeah. Zinkiger is a lot of fun. I, I've only watched a few episodes, but what I have seen of it, it is a lot of fun. Um, and this, this looks, I mean, this looks like it's going to be fun, but it looks like, I mean, people talk about Japanese weirdness in these in these shows and and while yeah there is some weirdness that that uh, like western audiences might feel are just plain weird in a lot of these Mm -hmm. if someone is familiar with a lot of these franchises like ultraman super sentai common rider you kind of get used to the weirdness but every once in a while one of these franchises will throw out something that it's like even people who are familiar with these franchises who are used to these franchises are like, yeah, that's weird. Um, because apparently we don't have much information on Don brothers. As far as I know, we haven't gotten much information. I haven't been able to find much information. I know, but there's not have, a whole lot. Of, there's not a whole lot of stuff out there yet on, Don but brothers. we have seen 
the the red i'm gonna call them rangers that's not what they're called but i'm gonna call them rangers because that's what i'm familiar with so we we've seen the red ranger the blue ranger the pink ranger the yellow ranger and the black ranger uh from this Mm -hmm. team and what it looks like they're doing is they are animal themed like other super sentai series they've been animal themed Mm -hmm. but instead of just transforming into like the power rangers style suit the super sentai style suits with just like the helmets being Mm -hmm. themed after the the animal they actually are taking on physical attributes of the animals that they're transforming into yeah so the blue yeah for example for example the blue the blue i'm sorry i cut you off but no go ahead i think you and i were about ready to say this you and you and I are both ready to say the same thing. The blue, which appears to be an ape, uh, which I would argue it's probably a baboon because it has one, um, one very baboon like feature, which is a red butt. It has a, I didn't even see the red butt. Oh my goodness. It has a red butt. Yeah. It has a red butt. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming it's some kind of, if it's not, if, if it's not a baboon, it's obviously an ape. It's supposed to, it, it, it takes on the form of some kind of ape. The pink ranger who happens to be male for this particular Sentai first ever, I think what first ever Sentai that we've had a male pink ranger mm-hmm. um, yeah. is some kind of slender man bird. It, <laughs> some, okay. some kind of, some... I can't tell if it's supposed to be a wasp or a flamingo. I think it's supposed to be a bird, but I, I could be dead wrong. If it's a bird, it's probably a flamingo because it's like really long legs, very stretched out uh, proportions. Like you said, very slender man looking. Um, it's 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 weird. It's weird. Um, the Black Ranger is a little mini dog. Uh He's he's yeah. about he looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. He's he's only about three feet tall. He has fur in a snout and just looks like a sonic OC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's incredibly weird. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not looking at the image. Let me pull up. Actually, let me pull up the image right now because I can't remember exactly what uh, the yellow ranger looks like. Um I, I I don't I don't remember the yellow one having anything specific about it that I could tell just by looking at it. So I can't tell exactly what the yellow ranger is supposed to be uh, in some of the in some of the the digital renders. I'm assuming for toys, um, it is a she's holding a a club that looks like it could have been pulled off of like maybe an armadillo or something. So that may, because it's spiky and she's got kind of, she's got spikes and, and things on her outfit. So maybe she's a, an armadillo or a turtle or something, but I can't particularly make out exactly what she's supposed to be. Yeah, I can't, I can't either. And, and I'm not 100% sure what the red one is supposed to be either. I think he's a turtle. I I do, I I do think he's a turtle just because there's certain little, uh, aspects of his costume that that 
while don't scream turtle if if you know japanese mm-hmm. culture and the way turtles are represented in japanese culture they do it does like speak to turtle like a turtle design to me um having the fan the mm-hmm. little top knot and and stuff turtles you know sometimes turtles are represented that way um and his and his mask uh the the mouthpiece on his mask kind of looks very turtleish to me too so i i this is just is this going too far i i don't know i mean i've seen so far in my in in watching sentai i've seen some pretty weird stuff um but not but not this weird because I'm looking at the digital render here of the pink Ranger and you're right. It's this elongated, like it's, he's got, um, he's got long slender legs, but he's got claws at the bottom of his feet. So that tells me it's probably a flamingo, probably a bird of some kind. Um, and the mouthpiece kind of resembles a, a a bird beak. So that, yeah, I think this one's going to be a bird. Um, I think that, I think that maybe you're right. This is, maybe this is, this is going a little bit too far for American audiences. There, there is, this is, this is probably not going to be blinked at. This is not going to be second guessed at all, probably over in Japan because Japanese media is just weird. Uh, it can be very, very weird. Um, but I agree. I think that uh, you said something when we started talking about this, that Toei is purposely doing things so that they, that can't be adapted to power Rangers. I don't see like just looking at these images. I don't see a way that, that Hasbro would even want to adapt this to power Rangers. The one thing that I'm really kind of worried about for something like this is because the red Ranger, the blue Ranger and the yellow Ranger all, all okay. I think you could, totally do that with with uh practical effects i think the black ranger and the pink ranger are gonna have to be done with cgi and Mm -hmm. i i just i just don't see any other way they can do it without doing all cgi for them and that's really kind of i don't know to think about it to think about that is just kind of disappointing in my opinion yeah it's 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 unusual i don't i'm not against the idea of rangers taking on like some of the physical attributes of animals that they that Mm. that they're no that's an interesting idea yeah yeah i just find it weird that we went with we went with flamingo and and tiny wolf and red butted baboon um as the the, you know this feels like uh, a what is it called akiba ranger akiba ranger which is the the actual Toei produced uh, parody of Super Sentai, which have been also referenced in and and brought into like actual Super Sentai canon, but like this feels like this feels like another parody almost of of Super Sentai stuff, and and it's just yeah I don't know I, I don't know either like it's one it's in. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm I don't even know what to say about this because it's just so it is so different. But as a as a as a fan of, you know, as a fan of as a fan of the the Sentai media because it has created because it has such it's such such close ties 
with the Power Rangers franchise, I like I don't know. Like I've seen, like I said, I've seen some weird stuff watching through Sentai, but nothing like this. And honestly, I'm gonna have to just give it a try to see how I like it. I may not like it. Like I'm very just. It's one of those things. It just. It's one of those things, and we've talked about it on this podcast before. Sometimes you run up on, sometimes you run up, you run across media or franchises or episodes or movies or whatever that just aren't for you. And Mm -hmm. this might end up being one of those things that's just not for me. We've covered as much of the news as I think, I think we covered the main things that we wanted to cover. So now, before we move into our next segment, We want to give a huge thank you to Kaiju Live for sponsoring this podcast as well. We we talked about our first sponsor, but now we're talking about our second sponsor. If you are a collector of Fantastic Kaiju merch, make sure you check out Kaiju Live. They are supporters and sponsors of this podcast, but above that, they are fantastic people who know exactly what it's like to be a collector. So you can check out their site, kaijulive.shop for lots of kaiju and tokusatsu goodness. AJ and his dad, Frank Russo, they run a great show. They run an auction show every Sunday night. Uh, It's a lot of fun. Even if you don't buy anything from them at all, it's just a lot of fun to listen to them go back and forth uh, and talk with each other. They're a wealth of knowledge about collecting, specifically like Bandai, Sofubi, and, and, and some other things that they're all into. So yeah, you know, Kaiju Live is just a fantastic supporter of the magazine. They've been a friend of, they've been a friend of our magazine for uh, ever since its inception. And AJ's just been, AJ's just been a, a wonderful guy to, to know. Uh, I do want to mention that we do have a referral link uh, that I will post uh, in the description of this episode for Kaiju Live. So anytime uh, you click on that link and you buy something from them, we, you know, we get a little bit of a, uh, a percentage from that. So, and that's just a way that, you know, we can help support them, um, you know, as a, as, as a friend of this show and as a friend of Kaiju Ramen. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited. So again, check out Kaiju Live and kaijulive.shop. And now we can move into the next segment of the podcast. And do you know what the next segment is? Oh, this is going to be good because it's the first time in 2022 I get to say the mailbag. The mailbag. What's in the mail today? And if you would like to send something to us to read out in the mailbag segment, you can do that kaijuweekly at gmail.com or at kaijuweekly on Twitter, which is what our friend Damon Noise has sent us at kingkaiju8. He sent us at kaijuweekly. Uh, he responded to us in our last episode that we did, our full last full episode that we did uh, with Stephen when we talked about uh, landmarks and other cities that we would like to see attacked by a kaiju and, and featured in kaiju uh, movies besides just New York and Tokyo and the, you know, the ones that we always see. Uh, he said at Kaiju Weekly, other landmarks slash cities for Kaiju attacks, Seattle and the Space Needle. I think that's one that, that I think we mentioned even, but it was a, that's a really good one. Uh, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. That, that's, 
that's just great. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that maybe, would be maybe that would be that would be great for like a cat kaiju. That's what I was thinking. The giant ball of twine, just like a big <laughs> kitty cat, a big kitty cat just going after the big, biggest ball of twine. Uh, and then uh, he also mentioned Disney World in Florida, uh, which I I think I think you could do that, but. To me, it also might seem, I don't know, when, when you mention having uh, Disney World or Disneyland featured in a kaiju film, I start getting flashbacks to Gamera versus Zigra. Where uh, where they they had Sea World, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like oh oh no I don't like I'm having flashbacks. Uh, um, I'm going to destroy you humans and your little mouse too. <laughs> uh, and then he also said Independence Hall in Philadelphia, which is also a very famous building that we have. Uh, here in the United States. So, so yeah, that's some really good ones. Thank you, Damon, for sending those over. Yeah, thank you, Damon. You've been such a great supporter of this show uh, and Kaiju Ramen, so we really appreciate it. But don't we have some more? Um, I don't know if I call yeah. this feedback, but res- yes. a listener response? <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, also responding to our last episode, our last full episode, which was the Clifford episode, there was a segment in that episode where we talked about and made jokes about um, uh, dog Jesus. I, I don't know how else to how to set that up. I mean, I mean, listeners, you've been, if you've made it this far into the episode, you can tell we d- we just randomly come up with crap and start just talking about it and and making jokes so uh it doesn't have Mm. to have context (laughs) and nick blackler one of our favorite uh uh listeners who who interacts with us online and sends us fantastic fan art from time to time uh did a piece that was dog jesus in heaven with a tennis ball uh, and it's just it is it is just beautiful it looks like a renaissance painting what i'm wondering is though is that supposed to be actual jesus behind him with the dog body well i think because he he wanted to give us two versions of dog jesus so there's there's ah, there's gotcha. jesus body with a dog head and then there's D- uh, Jesus head on a dog body. Mm, I don't know which one I like more. I think I like dog head on Jesus body because dog. I can, Im- I can kind of picture him. Uh, it looks like he's, what is it? A tennis ball. Yeah. It's a tennis ball. The tennis oh, geez. Ball. Okay. He's so cute. I just want to oh, give him boy. a scratch behind the ears. Nick Blackler. If you've not done it already, please give us a full color version of that. Thank you. He very did. Much. He did send us a. He did send us a full color version. Uh, I, oh, I did he? Put, okay, yeah, good. I'll I have to go back the, and look at it. I only put the black and white one here, but he did. He did send us uh, a colored one too. So yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a Michelangelo painting that would be on the like on the roof of the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> oh dog jesus i love it i love it thank oh, you jesus. nick black I'm, I'm not gonna repeat all the all the blasphemous jokes i made during that episode but, <laughs> man, 
go listen to that. Go listen to our episode. Go listen to our episode with Steven, where we talked about Clifford, the big red dog. It's episode 100. It's a lot of fun. Um, Steven was a great, Steven was a great guy to come back and join us for our milestone episode. So go listen to that. If you want to hear all the shenanigans about dog Jesus. Yes. Yeah. And like we said, if you want to have your letter or tweet read out on the podcast, you can send it kaijuweekly at gmail.com or at kaijuweekly on Twitter. You can send us fan art and we will react to the fan art on on the podcast as well. So, uh, yeah, keep doing that. And so I think that's going to bring this episode to a close. The first episode of the new year of the new season. Is it the new us? Are we doing Yay! anything new? I still feel like we're the same people who tell inappropriate jokes on our family friendly podcast. <laughs> I think, you know, I think we're the same people, just better. We've had a little bit of time off. We've had, we've, we, we've been, we're rested. Uh, we're in, we're ready to get back in the swing of things. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's kick off this. What better way to kick off 2022 with, you know, a, a news roundup and all kinds of kaiju dick jokes. Kaiju dick jokes, dog Jesus. And, and just, this is the quality content you get with Kaiju Weekly, people. This, this is what you get. With, I, I'd like to say that, you know, over the past year, we we matured. We've grown. No, no. If anything, we've gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> Life has just beaten us down to the point where all we want to do is make inappropriate jokes on a Kaiju podcast. Yes. Uh, and so the only thing to do for this uh, before we close out the episode is to ask the trivia question, because we always like to ask trivia questions that hint to what we're covering in next week. But because it's the first episode back, I decided not to ask a trivia question that hints to what we're covering, but I just wanted to what? hear some feedback from you guys, our listeners. What would you like oh. to see us do this season of Kaiju Weekly? Just let us know what what you would like us to do this season. If there's a specific movie you want us to cover, is there a segment that you want us to add to the podcast? Is there something new that you want us to do uh, moving forward? Anything. Just give us your feedback. Something that for me personally that I would like to see more of is more interactions uh, with the podcast without being prompted. You know, a lot of times the, like the mailbag and sometimes the, the trivia questions, the only time we get feedback is when we put it out there and ask people for the feedback. What I would like to see uh, for, for listeners to start reaching out to us and interacting with us without us constantly having to prompt them to do so, um, you know, uh, that's just something that I would like to see more of, but, but you know, that's, that's just me. Uh, yeah, yeah, but just give us, give us your answer on Twitter or, uh, email us and we will talk about it in our next episode. So now we can close out this episode by saying thank you to everyone for listening and sharing this podcast with your friends. We're back. We are 
back and we're so happy to be back and if you want to follow us on twitter we are at kaiju weekly all the links to our social media as well as for the kaiju groupie facebook group are listed in the description of this episode you can send questions comments or answers to our trivia questions to our email kaijuweekly at gmail.com we also want to say a big thank you to everyone who has supported kaiju ramen magazine so far we've got that kickstarter going for kaiju ramen volume one and if you want to find out more about that or find out more about the magazine in general you can check out the website kaijuramenmedia.com and Again, for the first time in 2022, there is one more thing that they can do to support this show, and that is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a five-star review or a rating. If you guys just want to do a rating, that's cool too. Uh, we're trying to get our uh, we're trying to get our ratings back up on on Apple Podcasts, and uh, we learned recently that now you can rate us on Spotify. So that's cool. So if you want to leave us a rating. Um, to help this show grow on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. What that's going to do is that's going to put this show in front of other kaiju, tokusatsu, and forgive me, Travis, Dextroya fans oh, just like you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to help us grow. It's going to help projects like Kaiju Ramen and Kaiju Media and Kaiju, um, kaiju Ramen podcasting network grow to even greater heights in 2022. And I just want to add one more thing before we sign off here. I love you audio listener. And thank you so much for all the love and support that you've shown this, that you've shown us and the magazine over this year. And uh, for the people who reached out to us on Twitter, asking when we're actually going to come back, it does mean a lot. So just want you to know that a very sincere moment from us. We thank you. We really do. Yes. Yes. We really appreciate each and every one of you guys for keeping us going and making this just such a fun thing to do, because if it wasn't fun, we wouldn't do it because that's really why I started this podcast was because I wanted to have a creative outlet that also was just a way to have some fun. And I have been having a blast while doing this. Um, you can tell we've been having a lot of fun. If you go and listen to our bonus best of episode, quote unquote, best of uh, <laughs> that we put out on the feed just last week, uh, you can see it here. All the fun that we've had over the past year, uh, a little over a year. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like, there's just like, I was listening to, I was listening to our best of episode uh, not too long ago, and there were some moments that I forgot about, and there were some moments that I totally didn't even know happened because apparently Travis likes to have private conversations with the audio listeners when I'm not around. Yeah, well, it serves you right for walking away from your microphone uh, while we're recording. <laughs> and so to close out this episode, I'm going to say help control control the, the kai, kaiju uh, population. Have your dick stroyas spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody.
there I go. Walk right up to that line and just stomp on it. <laughs>